Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. This episode of the IGN UK podcast is brought to you by Fallout 4, out November 10th. Hello, welcome to episode number 304 of the IGN UK podcast. We're back from Paris. We. Oui. Well, oui. actually, oui. no, oui. because some of us did not go to Paris. Well, the important ones are yeah. back. The All cool the ones. ones. Yeah. I want to say the site ran without you. <laughs> the, so. the jocks went to Paris <laughs> to play jocks. football and hang with the cheerleaders. Please don't refer to yourself as a jock. <laughs> we're, we're, we're definitely the jocks. What would you be? Cheerleader? <laughs> well yeah. then that means you that means we're sleeping together Gav so you know what I'm fine with that you fucking wish okay. I've, I've done alright right. <laughs> <laughs> I can do a long list <laughs> somebody's punching up <laughs> uh, speaking of being jocks what have we got we've got some Fallout beer that we've been sent in yeah. which is inspired by Voltec Industries so we thought we would crack these open and see if they taste now if they taste <laughs> if, if there's they, a they taste. it might taste or if they're just nice. water now at the, like it's a nice little it's a nice little label on it but then you open it up and it's inspired by Voltec Industries also really really good um, but then pills and lager brewed and bottled in the EU by Carlsberg UK so immediately alarm bells are ringing for me the illusion is shattered so yeah. presumably this is just Carlsberg then in, in Fallout with a fancy it's insane that they haven't you. bothered to actually devise their own their own brew so I mean, oh, the, like they could have maybe like enlisted you know maybe like a smaller brewery like brew dog or something like brewery was massive but you know it's so not. just to give uh, you all an idea I don't drink beer in keeping okay. with my cheerleader persona because um, I'm a classy lady so I'm, I'm usually on the wine or the spirit okay so smell I'm getting hints of Carlsberg <laughs> from the, uh, from yeah, the maybe, media. Do they have Carlsberg in America? I'm not sure. More importantly, do they have it in the, in the apocalypse? Because in, <laughs> in, in America, Carlsberg, in America, like, I've, I remember going there like two years ago and they were like, hey, do you want a European beer? I was like, well, I've just come from there. So. <laughs> not that exciting. Yeah. But they were like, oh yeah, we've got this new beer, Stella Artois. It's like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> no one talks like that, like, first off. And in, that's so in mental. America, Stella's like this big, like really, really like high-end phenomenon. Beer. Whereas here, like it's sort of, you know, it's, it's called traditionally wife beater. Um, <laughs> because like a lot of like violent men drink it and then yeah. go on go on the rampage. Um, so, so we... <laughs> Do you have a taste? See what it tastes like? Yeah, why not? It's just going to be Carlsberg, isn't it? Probably. Oh, shut up. It's not that bad. It's liquid bread. Beer is liquid bread, and I don't understand it. Yeah, it just tastes like Carlsberg, to be honest. It's um, pairing really nicely, actually, with my half, <laughs> half drunk cup of tea that I think I'm just going to have to retire from the side at this point. Amazingly, uh, not the worst Fallout bit of marketing thing that's uh, going on right now, and we'll get to one of the other ones later on. Um, but yeah, Fallout beer, not not good. It's all right. <laughs> well, it, yeah, so there we go. We, the more you know. Look, what, you, can't, you can't be picky in the apocalypse, guys. You take what you can get. What beer would you, what video game would you like to see a beer of? Uh, well, 
Um, there's a local bar, Drink, Relax, Play. Or Loading Bar, actually, yeah. is the name of the bar. And they do lots of like video game-themed cocktails. Mm-hmm. And when I was there last, I got to try... They have like a Majora's Mask like milk bar it's cocktail. Gross. It's really good. Shut up. I really liked it. Do you know what? Those cocktails are just pure sugar. So don't worry. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why I like <laughs> it. It's bouncing off the wall. I'm I'm like, do, oh. I do genuinely love that bar. Like, it's full of really, really good ball games and it's got a snazzy with NBA jam in. What more yeah. do you want? But those cocktails... Give you the worst hangover because they are just sugar. Like, yeah, you, you, you were probably right on it. Right? I, well, I was fine. Yeah, because you were like, all right. They, they, I was like, had, I got to hit my quarter for the day. I'm gonna <laughs> put you, you put on some the sugar cubes in this they cocktail. They put you on the toilet longer than Tilly. They give you what um, we commonly call the alcoplops. Oh. Is that what happens to you when you drink sugar? When you drink a lot of is it real? Not that I drink sugar. Is it real milk in there? Uh, milk or cream, some sort of dairy-based <laughs> product. Kind of like a white Russian type of thing. <laughs> no, but yeah, like, but it, it was it was like sour. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the milk had gone bad. This is, this is awful. There was no the sour. thing that I like about it is like they haven't like gone for they haven't gone for maybe like. Uh, a theme they've just gone Fallout it's Fallout beer they haven't gone like a clever name or anything yeah. like that it's just beer from Fallout see, right? I'm try- I've been desperately trying to think of a pun and all I've come up with like World of Winecraft which isn't that good well, like, I, was really dis- I was really disappointed because uh, that's not bad that's alright like, it's something you just come up with yeah I've been thinking about it well Black Ops uh, so uh, Black Ops 3 which is coming out has a zombie mode and in the zombie mode you have all these different perks in the form of drinks so right. you have like speed cola uh, juggernaut you can like all these different kind of drinks that you can oh. have so it's like, oh, they're going to do uh, an alcoholic promotion for Black Ops. Right, it's already sorted. No, they're going to make Black Hops. <laughs> That's amazing. That's, a, That's like, all right, man. But I mean, like, the, it was there. You could have, like, taken something from the game. Like, Fallout beer. Like, <laughs> Fallout beer. It's, it's like a punch in the face. Yeah, it's just like... This is like one of those, insane. like, Simpsons uh, uh, meetings where they were like, right, we need to come up with a beer. Yeah. Um, something like Fallout beer, but not quite a shit. <laughs> the manager leaves, like, you guys all right with Fallout beer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, fine, just go. <laughs> Maybe they just made to make sure you don't miss it. Black Hops could be anything. You're like, yeah. ooh, that's a lovely beer. But I don't even think it's, like, a stout or anything. It so is, it's just, I, in fairness, we've been a bit harsh because it has got a really nice label. But, yeah, it's cool. I mean, you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. If we don't drink all, sometimes inside's Carlsberg. <laughs> if we don't drink all these, we should definitely keep one. Uh, I've, got a big, I've got a giant box of them. Amazing. And God knows so, all of them aren't getting drunk. Yeah. That's <laughs> they probably are. We're not. Yeah. We're not picky men. Mm. Don't <laughs> test him. Yeah. Let's be honest. All exactly. right. Well, let's move on to the good and the bad. We haven't had any people sending um, suggestions I know. for... We haven't had any this week. We had some of some other ones. Yeah, rum and bum. So please send some in. If you've got an idea of what we can call the sections, good or bad, rum or bum, then please let them Because otherwise on. we have to ref- defer to Alex's judgment. Rum um, and bum, I like it. I like that. What have you got? Well, so... My, Here we go. My Here favorite we go. thing. This Kick is it off. <laughs> Into gear. Brace yourself, people. Okay, BlizzCon. By the time you are listening to this... It will either be happening or be over. Yeah. But yeah, BlizzCon is <laughs> That's yeah. how time works, Luke. Yeah, yes. That's how time works. Yeah. And I am very excited. It actually isn't one of the bigger BlizzCons we've had. We're not expecting any massive announcements. Um, but having said that, there's quite a lot of potential. So we're going to find out more about the new Warcraft expansion, which I'm kind of excited about, but I'm kind of over Warcraft. I say every year before I resub. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's also mutterings of a Diablo expansion, which... I predicted before Gamescom. They need to come up with a better word than expansion. Well, yeah. sounds so boring. But now expansions are rockets. Diablo <laughs> That's rockets. That's just a thing, Gav. Rocket not- cats. <laughs> also happy. Rocket cat. Diablo Rocket League. Happy <laughs> just words. Happy bonfire night to all mm. of you Brits over there. Um, so yeah, Diablo expansion. Like to see that. 
Um, there's probably going to be a new Hearthstone adventure. I got yeah. you into Hearthstone. <gasps> Hearthstone, and then I fell out of love with it. Yeah. Why? My phone was so old it couldn't run it. Every time I won or lost the game, it would crash. You got a new phone. But now. I have a new phone now, and now I'm a little bit scared to get back into mm. it. But I might, I might do it. Is it is the kind of thing you would get addicted to? No, in fairness, yeah. is the kind of thing that you would just get really good at because you're annoying. Like it's that. A, well, it's a really. <laughs> Thank you. But good annoying. It's a wow. it's a super like passive thing. Like yeah. if you're commuting or literally just like walking anywhere, it's kind of like a it's the equivalent of a podcast in game form. It's like I have like three minutes we're not doing anything. Words, like, just, Rory. These are these are just no. It's just it's something really light that just like accompanies you when you're not doing. But it anything. can be quite intense though. Oh yeah. I well, the, I mean, the, if it's an esport, like the people, high you get up. Yeah. Well, I'm well, very low. I'm a bottom feeder. I don't usually care about. <laughs> Uh, I haven't said that word in a while. <laughs> I'm realizing the context is a little different when you're an adult. I, I, I'm really low. I mean, I'm a bottom feeder. Okay. <laughs> yes. I think that was your best Rory impression yeah. yet, to be fair. That was pretty good. It um, was, yeah. It's because he's out of beer. It's because, well. As I'm, much as I, I do like big conventions where, like, a lot of people focus on, like, one thing, like mm. EFanFest or, like, Minecon, like, games that I'm not really interested in. But. I like that lots of people like them and get really obsessed by them. Yeah. But this one has come up a little bit more. Maybe one because they're really pushing the esports thing. Yes. This year. So there's also some esports competitions going <laughs> yeah, on there, yeah, yeah. In, um, and they've been kind of building up to it yeah. for ages. They've been doing the Road to BlizzCon type mm. thing, um, which you know, that's cool. Um, and we will get onto onto some other esports competitions. But yeah. like you know how they do kind of regional yeah, qualifiers. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, and then, we think it's going to be a, a Ulduar expansion for for Hearthstone and Adventure. Wow, that means. What do you most so, excited about but which one? Oh, well, well, we'll why, the other reason oh. sorry the other reason that I'm super into it this year is because they're gonna reveal the trailer for the movie the movie trailer <gasps> yeah. and the opening ceremonies I'm on so Friday excited. night yeah. now the, the clip looks amazing what, what, it does actually looks bullshit no it looks Here great except for that really bad <laughs> people are moaning about the, the CG and I don't really know is that a pack of space dogs? <laughs> I was going to say, is that That's space the weirdest owls? noise I've sounds heard. Like, sounds like one of those things where you swing around your head. <laughs> like, space owls! What are the space owls doing? Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I think it'll be good. They seem to be faithful to the um, subject matter. Yeah. It's just a question of... I mean, it was always going to be really heavy on the CG, right? I think yeah, where, yeah. where a lot of people are disappointed is if Avatar could look that amazing... Why does there's some stills from the? I mean, it's still obviously in post production, but there are stills where he and look how much you know Jurassic World came on right oh, yeah. from the, those early trailers. So it's not a big concern, but yeah, no, I'm excited to see to see that movie trailer. But at the same time, if you're only showing a little bit, make sure it looks good. But bear in mind that Jurassic World trailer where the, um, yeah, the thingy jumped out of the water. That looked not that bad. Everyone was saying it looked gashed. People are picky though. Yeah, but that's what happens though. One person says one thing, and then everyone takes it as like. A lot are you telling me that the internet is an echo chamber? A lot of people take it as like, okay, that's the opinion for. That's what we hold now. That's what. Anytime we talk about the Jurassic World trailer, yeah. that's what we'll talk yeah. about forever. That, that's what. Fucking hate well, because it spreads. People want headlines and yeah. to picket things. We're part of the problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we are. Well, but, you not. know, hey, pays the bills. But um, no, I, I'm super excited for it because I think like. I mean, I, I wasn't a massive fan of Source Code, but I did really, really like Moon. Mm. Um, so, I mean, can he go back to being good, or is it just going to go good film, all right film, shit film? I mean, I don't. Uh, Dominic Cooper is an actor. I'm a bit nah. uh, not a big fan. Fall of Patton, surprisingly good. Quite I like Ben Foster though. Uh huh. I really like him. He's playing uh, a wizard, not a magician. Not, not a magician. Tilly Jesus. In an interview with him. Other stuff we should see. Heroes of the Storm will probably get some new heroes announced. Cool, love that's awesome. I love Heroes of the Storm. More than one hero? 
Yeah, quite a few. Because, like, for League, a hero reveal is, like, a big thing. No, they, they tend to announce, like... so the, like they bunches? Did, well, a while ago, they did, like, a Diablo thing, and they were like, these are three Diablo heroes coming and a new Diablo battleground. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, and then they kind of had... It was called the Eternal Conflict. It didn't last it for a couple of months. And they yeah. had some new skins as well that were, Eternal like, Conflict. That's a that's yeah. a good one, Gav. So there you go. It's Not expansion. Oh, right. We went different. There you go. Okay, yeah. And um, Is Heroes of the Storm the thing with the Lost Vikings in? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, good. Um, other than the Lost Vikings itself. I, I know games. Um, and then Starcraft, obviously, because we're coming to the end of Starcraft 2. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Isn't there like a big final or something on Saturday night? Yes, of the RTS. And so a lot of people are thinking, oh, is this the end of the big RTS? Because when have we, uh, what other AAA RTS games are there anymore? They've kind of all morphed into MOBAs. There's also, now th these are the other two ones that are potentially controversial from BlizzCon. One, Blizzard hasn't said that it's hiring um, a high-level uh, software designer Ooh. to work on classic games. So the idea being... That's good. I'm looking for a job. So, so they've yeah. said... Everyone's Diving. like, are they going to remaster their old games like Warcraft 3 and the original Ooh, Warcraft that'd be good. Stuff. They've now come out and said, like, don't be silly. We just maintain old games, you know, because yeah. people still play StarCraft and Warcraft 3. Yeah. They're like, we just want someone to make sure it works with the modern systems like Windows 10 and stuff. This was the, this was the leak, right? So they yeah, leaked, like, came a job out a couple post days ago. or something like that, yeah. And then the last one, which I think is the most <clears> exciting. So their first new IP since 1998 is obviously Overwatch. And oh, yeah, Overwatch really good. is in beta We on... played it. Yeah. We played at Gamescom. Did we? Yeah, we all played as a team. Nope. That, that would be a different game. That what was, was that? That'd be game. Blood. That was Battle, a different one. Battle that was Battleborn. Battle Bloodborne. Battle Bloodborne. Yeah. Battle Bloodborne. Yeah. Um, that was Battleborn, but it's, dude. It's <laughs> different one. Six of one. Different, <laughs> different <laughs> games for different needs. It's fine. Oh, I'm so Jesus. glad that you're here. Um, so, no, but the, that, Microsoft, for some reason, is on site. Um, of BlizzCon and they're doing um, a bit of the stream with it was them. on Xbox it looked like Overwatch is going to be on Xbox especially as some source code was found in the Overwatch site a couple of months ago that basically said this um, is coming on Xbox where it said yeah authentic authentication approved Xbox and authentication approved PS4 why does that need to be on inside the code for a website just think, don't do it I think because you have how to how is this still happening well who do you think is gonna what, what <laughs> man is gonna hack the code it of a website like, every single time this is so how, mental this is what I, my like, job happens about the public are too smart they need to <laughs> well, so we shouldn't right. be able to do these things you're kind of all over you said who's gonna hack it alright well everyone yeah you're right public too smart yeah. <laughs> you've turned it around everyone's a hacker you're right you've convinced me um so yeah, so that's that's basically what we're expecting. But I think I think what will probably be is like the the betas will be on Xbox, okay, and then it'll come out or release first on Xbox, like a delay thing, yeah. 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 But either way, so there's a lot of potential, and that's happening on Friday and Saturday. Um, and yeah, I'm quite excited for the for the trailer. I think. I'm excited. For, I'm excited for the trailer. I want I, a Diablo expansion so badly. Well, I just love it. Less excited about that. Well, <laughs> good. But yeah, uh, that's Luke gushing, gushing all over the that's floor. That's what we should call it, gushing. Gush or blush? No, with gush. embarrassment. Gush or no, gushing is good. What can be bad? Thrush. thrush. Gush and thrush. <laughs> Let's call it that. Okay, gush uh, and thrush. Gush there you and go. thrush. You guys have missed out. You brilliant. Writers. If you do have an idea for next week that hopefully includes some cystitis-related thing, then send it's, it in. Um, yeah, IGN underscore UK or feedback. mush. Actually, mush is quite good. I no, prefer thrush. We've gone for thrush. Um, IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. Mm -hmm. I've had thrush. It's not very pleasant. Okay, I'm going. I'm moving on to this. Uh, my <clears throat> What am I doing? Fargo. No, but Fargo. no, but no, but what is the good? Th what is the good? I don't know. Plush. 
Gush. Oh, gush. Right. Gush. The thing I'm gushing about this week is Fargo season two is back. Yay! Um, I actually didn't realize this was coming, this was coming back at all. Like It's been quite sort of like a hushed release. The first one seemed to be everywhere. <laughs> I get, yeah, that's good. Nice. <laughs> Next week. Yeah, we can't stop. Um, the first one like seemed to be everywhere, maybe yeah. because Martin Freeman was in it. But this one like is a lot quieter of a release. Um, I'm only two episodes in, but apparently episode three and four are pretty amazing. I know what you mean. Like When that show was coming out, there was like yeah. a really big push like all the adverts yeah. were like we're all over television I feel like like every single break it was like mm. oh, new show new I show I feel like, you were overselling this no slightly. it was no, like it was, it was super hype but that's why yeah I'm the same as you I find it strange that there hasn't yeah. really been a lot of hype especially no. if it gets a second season that's a big deal and because it's really really good as well maybe because of you know True Detective had its first series that's another anthology series where it's going to change every single like, mm. season yeah Oh, that, gee, Margie. That had his first series. Everyone really loved it. Mm-hmm. Second series, not really anybody liked. Everyone loved the first series of Fargo. Maybe everyone's like, well, probably maybe the second series is going to be shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's why I'm not sure. So they're, they're doing the same thing, like different characters, same that's world. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Same world. That's um, tough. I don't really like it when shows don't you? do that. No. See, I like it when they do it well. Like American well, Horror Story. Well, maybe that's it. I've never, I've never oh, seen one yes. that did it. What well do you think before? of American Horror Story on that? Uh, like, I stopped watching it after the hospital one because I thought the hospital one was borderline unwatchable. <laughs> Um, um, I hated it. Well, I love the first series so much. Well, I um, I think that's or is that a Ryan Murphy thing, maybe because when you change yeah. the cast of Glee, and they were all, I, I actually thought they were just as talented. But when you become attached to a cast in a show, I don't know. That was yeah. like Skins for me. I used to love that show when I, I was a kid. And I then... found Skins very difficult when they did cast changes yeah. as well. I never watched Skins. Uh, it was I, good. It was all I the think, rage. I think I was too when old. I was by a that kid. Point. You might have been too old. Yeah, yeah we I think were. I was too old. I was like, does this happen? Is this? Is this? this am is I real life? Am guys. I more tragic than I thought? Yeah, this I was going to be amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> they never played Xboxes. <laughs> but Fargo season two is really, really good. Um, my favorite character in the moment is Jesse Plemons, um, who is Todd in Breaking Bad or Landry from Friday Night Lights. And never he, seen any of these things. He's put on a shed load of weight, and he's playing. Oh, a God, shed. I can't remember her name. <laughs> I can't remember her name. And she's like, she's, that was pretty good. <laughs> just, that was I, not good. He's playing a shed. You've been sitting next to each other for too long. <laughs> doing that, oh, I know. Sorry, talk about playing to That's the lowest um, common denominator. But it's really good. Again, like it's the same kind of theme. So as soon as you watch it, it feels like Fargo. It's got the same kind of soundtrack. Um, same kind of like heist gone wrong type feeling. Yeah. Um, but it's awesome. And again, it's one of the best things on TV. And I'm really enjoying it. Cool. That's good. I'm gonna dive right in. So you two, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. Last week we, we we opened by talking about your lovely, lovely joint to Paris, mm-hmm. but that was not the only joint you had, was it? No. no. So me and Gav uh, <laughs> went to Paris for Paris Games no. Week. No, you didn't. Came, <laughs> it tastes like liquid bread. Came uh, came back to London for I think six hours. Six hours, yeah. Maybe six hours, seven hours, uh, and then immediately got an Uber to the airport and headed out to Berlin for the finals of the League of Legends World's 2015 Championship. So for those who don't know, this is basically the world finals of the best of the best League of Legends players. Yeah. I think they could have got that from World Championship. I pretty much mentioned every key word. I I was very specific in the description (laughs) of what we went to. In case you were listening to three words of that last sentence. For those of you who are deaf. uh, (laughs) I just zoned out, I'm sorry. Uh, so it was really cool. There were um, there were two European teams in the semifinals. Unfortunately, both of them got eliminated. Yeah. So it was two Korean teams, which mm. was SKT, who went 
SK Telecom. No, I'm not going to spoil anything. So, well, I will spoil something because it's <laughs> over. Uh, they were almost undefeated for the entire ended. season. Well, that twists though in game three. <laughs> um, they were almost undefeated uh, for the entire season. They yeah. lost one game in the yeah. finals, which was great for the audience, great for the crowds, heartbreaking yeah. for them, obviously. Uh, but oh, then of really? course they won it in the. Well, yeah. If you're going to go undefeated for an entire season yeah, and then you lose amazing. in your second last game, that's yeah, rough. But then you're not good enough. Um, but it was amazing. It was it was definitely the biggest esports experience that I've had so far. It was at yeah. the Mercedes Benz Arena in Berlin, yeah. which was huge. It was monstrous. You didn't really get like a scope for it until you actually just went into the hall and you yeah. were just surrounded by these like screaming crowds and these giant screens. And it was just so cool it that looked, everyone was there for this one purpose to watch these yeah, like yeah, side yeah, yeah, yeah. Looked insane, games. right? Because so am yeah. I right in thinking it was um, almost in the round? Three sixty dome. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. um, so because Rory and I went to the. Quarters, which yeah, was, the quarterfinals in London, uh, yeah, and where we went to see that, that saw, was that was end on. Still. Yeah, I saw a lot of people complaining about that. What about it being end on? Yeah, because it, it stretched quite far back. Yeah. So I don't know, unless you like brought your glasses <clears throat> with you and you were really far back. Yeah, and they, did, might they not get And it. also, they didn't something that they seemed to have with your one in Berlin was that there were more screens. Yeah. Whereas because even the screens weren't even the size of screens that when I've been at Wembley watching gigs. They were like these were smaller screens than oh, that. Really? So I do think there were elements of being like these were giant. I have no man. idea. It was, what was, it was basically screens all the way. Like I have to say, like if there's anybody listening that doesn't know what League of Legends is or anything like that, I I know what League of Legends obviously, but I hadn't watched that many games. Yeah. And I like was kind of going along just to come. I'm, I'm into esports and I'm into yeah. sports in general, so mm. I was kind of going along to sort of see what it's like at that kind of level. Um, but yeah, there was like screen. There's like jumbotrons, like basically all the way around the, the like stage, and then there's like little screens then for like people in the audience. As yeah. Well. So, so if you get tickets like the front row, it means yeah. you can see the players up close, yeah. but you don't have to crane your neck yeah, to, to yeah, see yeah. everything. There's TVs in front of you as I, well. I mean, it was it's 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 surreal. Like I mean, you know, mm. I didn't know that much about league before I went to the quarters, but it's very much like um, you know, I don't know anything about football. But you understand, okay, this team is trying to go that way, this team's trying yeah. to go that way. And you by and as time goes on, you know, you learn key players. Yeah. You know how what they do, you know, that's the striker who knows. Well League of Legends is And it's the same. Like, like it's a great one to get into if you're thinking about, you know, tuning into some esports. Because um I mean at its core it can be quite complicated when you, you learn about what people are building and their equipment, yeah. the champion selections, the the laning. But uh, you know, at the edges it's very very streamlined which yeah. team has the most kills yeah, they're yeah. most likely doing the best yeah. which one has pushed further towards the other person's goal they're mostly likely doing the best as well yeah. and it like it was just really really cool because I mean as I said we've watched some esports coverage before yeah. but this one was just you know to the nth degree it was so and just to be surrounded by so many fans that are so passionate about it they traveled from yeah. like all over the world there's people from like Ireland who would come over to Berlin like to watch the game the yeah, thing it's crazy that, the thing that I really liked about it was we went to this press conference which was probably one of the like most awkward press conferences I've ever sat through oh, yes. I think it well was it didn't like, help that there was like four languages being well, that's spoken what it, that's yeah. why it was kind of awkward because <laughs> it was just like yeah. the guys on stage are speaking Korean then they were like, being asked questions in like German, uh, in German, English, Chinese, and then getting those translated through through a translator, going to them, coming back, uh, and it was like it was super awkward. I, but, I can't imagine that because it's like when we do interviews with someone yeah. who doesn't yeah. speak and we don't speak the same language. You can tell the rhythm's gone, but in front of an audience of that size, well, it was yeah. quite cool as well because everyone at their desk had like um, it was like the UN. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was insane. We had these little uh, packs, and you switch the channel, and then you would be like translate to the English. Mm. So someone was obviously tr translating it, and it would go mm. through to everyone on the floor. It was yeah. pretty cool. It was like, but there was something there that one of the I think one of the co-founders of League of Legends said, which was like he was asked a question saying, "There's actually less people 
there was room for less people uh, in Berlin than there was at the last uh, Worlds. The one in, he, in uh, Korea. Yeah. Because it was he, obviously huge there. But yeah. he said that was on purpose. Like he said, we could have gone to a bigger arena in Berlin or in Europe. But the reason we've done that is to make the experience on the day as good as possible for the people there. Yeah. So it was like they'd rather have less people and make the experience like super, like really, really yeah. good. It was interesting um, as well because he touched on, I mean, like when you think about uh, the growth of, a, of an esport. Yeah. The first things you go to are like, <clears throat> how many people are watching this, like in the arena? Like yeah. how many tickets mm. is it selling? And then also, um, where is it being streamed? Yeah. So when I'm, when people heard that Worlds was being streamed on BBC Three, yeah. they're like, this is crazy, it's a real thing now. Yeah. And the, in the conference he was saying like, we don't really have an interest in streaming on television yeah. because the audience isn't there. Yeah. It's like they don't Why have do to, it, Pe- yeah. like people are, you know, inquiring about the rights to stream these sports and they're not really bothered about it. That's the and thing. it makes sense. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's kind of Legitimizes it by putting it on TV. People go, oh, it's on proper telly. Oh, it must be really good then, which yeah. is bullshit. Yeah, um, and like, because what was it? Um, I believe, was it a couple of years ago? One of these ESPN hosts made that really disparaging comment and was like, we will never show, I will not work here if we start showing video games on ESPN. Yeah. And then next thing you know, they're showing like world yeah. ESPN and he just is very quietly Stingers keeping that, his job that, <laughs> just like that's annoying but, like I watch a lot of American sports like I'm really into NFL and I do kind of enjoy that the overblownness of it but I think the thing that I came away from it thinking was like super disappointed in that they haven't they haven't come up with it an interesting way of covering esports, yeah. I don't think. Like, they're literally just taking the language of American sports, like really, really crazy, like esports, like not esports, so like um, like NFL and like mm. ESPN coverage. Like Sports Center and those yeah. kind of shows. And they've just yeah. gone, we're going to do the exact same thing. It doesn't work, man, because like yeah. you look at the, the people going in, like 90% of the people. And like, obviously you can make judgments based on what people look like and what people are into. But like, just from knowing friends that I know who are into video games and not, and you know, 80% of them not being into sports. There are a lot of people who are into American sports and into sports in general, I know that, but the percentage is quite low. And then to have this like really odd, overblown, like ESPN style, like, you know, four white guys in this in their like suits going, and yeah, yes, somebody's doing this now. And it's just like, it doesn't work, man. Like do something more interesting. I understand. I mean, it's interesting. I don't know. I think if someone can crack it, because that mm. is how you kind of bring in the big audience. But it is, for me, it's quite interesting because, you know, I, up until like six months ago, yeah. whether I'm watching a sports broadcast or an esports broadcast, I have no idea what the presenters are saying. Whereas now, <laughs> at least if I'm watching an esports Well, thing, this is the thing. So I do. An, an, an interesting sort of like way of that is, so we were doing some stuff with, uh, so we do like an esports weekly thing, which is like presented yeah. by Coca-Cola. It's like this weekly esports show, basically. And the guy who was presenting for us, like knew so much about League of Legends. But then when he was chatting to us, like we were just dicking about, like, yeah, just, like yeah. about the thing. Whereas he was like very Focused, and but like I think he wanted to talk like stats and stuff like that, which you can kind of do, but I can't. (laughs) Um, But I can chat on camera about something that I'm interested in. But it was just like it was a really mismatched thing because we disconnect. Yes, the thing because we weren't taking it seriously because why would we? We do the video exactly like we would do this. Yeah, and it's like because that's fun. But it was quite nice because then obviously obviously when we were out there, it meant that like uh, the esports weekly team were taking care of like the interviews and like talking like recaps of the games and things like that. Mm. Or then me and Gav could go out into the crowds and interview cosplayers and say, you know, who's your favorite champion? Let's do like a supercut and do some, you know, more the more like lightweight stuff. 
amazing like pe- fans and stuff like that. Oh yeah, really, really good, really cool. Um, People it was go really, to like, like insane lengths for League of Legends cosplay. If like yeah, I would even if you're remotely into games. Like next time it's in London, or if you, if you listen to this UK, or wherever you listen to it, mm. if huh. you can get to an event just to see yeah what it's like, like it's, it's actually it's actually a lot of fun. And I have to say as well, having been to sporting events and stuff as well, it I don't know. There's a lot less kind of we want these people to lose we want yeah. these people to win it's just very much like kind of a celebration of getting yeah. well, that's and also it. in its formative years like this I think this is like when it's really exciting yeah. when everyone's like hell yeah this is amazing there was an amazing bit in the press conference so this is the last bit we've gone on with this quite a lot I know but <laughs> yeah. like there was an amazing bit <laughs> in the press conference <laughs> yeah. where it was like there was this Chinese guy sitting behind us that oh was my like, god <laughs> I know exactly what you're going to say. And it was like Friday night, so me and Rory have been up for quite a long time. And they did have beers at the press conference, which <laughs> you probably don't get if, at the NFL. I don't know. Um, yeah. But uh, so we'd had a couple of beers. So we were listening to this press conference and this, this Chinese guy, like, he, but he was actually asking a question in English, right? Oh, it was it so was messy. Just, no, it was, it was a, uh, I think it was, yeah, a Chinese person yeah. asking a question which had to be translated into Korean into Korean yeah. so but it was being translated by the Chinese guy to the Korean dude <laughs> yeah. to the Korean team so it was like but his point was just like uh, I sat next to man on plane and he said that Wolf who's a, uh, one of the players in SKT um, Wolf said there's a discussion online about you what do you think <laughs> this is the most broken like, I was just question. Going, what the fuck is he talking about? He was like, I don't know, man. And this is the worst part, though, because he didn't get it immediately. That led to like more questions being no, asked. Three, uh, it, it was like it a got translated oh, by one guy to another guy to the team uh, member. <laughs> team member said something, which got translated to one guy back to another guy back to this guy. He goes, "I don't know. Can you repeat the question?" Yeah. What? Back to the other guy. Oh. Back to the other guy. Back to the player. Back to this. But he was just like, uh, and it went on. Easy ten minutes. It was it, unbelievable. It was the point we were just looking at each other, just like, is, what is, is going this on? a really, really bad time to use the phrase Chinese whispers? <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's racist. Well, I don't know if it is because I didn't. I don't think it is. Oh, I, I was, think that's racist. so done. I was so done. Yeah. So so tired. Right. But, what else? Is, yeah. What else? Is so like? I'm happy this week that they are discontinuing the slave Leah merchandise. Leah, even say um, Leah. I did, yeah. Um, thinking of Leah Jackson. He liked the Star Wars real good. Um, yeah, so basically, um, it's unsurprisingly, you can imagine what the IGN comments were like on this story. Um, but no, I... Don't say that, because there are some nice people who comment there on There are, show. but the yeah. vast majority of them were kind of like, ah, oh, liberal lefties gone mad and all of this. Are they still selling this? So... Like, new iterations <laughs> of this? The way it kind of all started was... Um, yeah, that's a good point. ...was yeah, Carrie, well. Carrie Fisher said to Daisy Ridley, who's playing Ray in the upcoming film, you know, don't you feel pressured to do it? Like, don't let them, you know, keep fighting that bikini. You don't have to do this. You're an actor. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, fight that and bikini. And she was like, yeah, I won't do it. And anyway, so... I don't think Carrie Fisher was forced into the bikini. Well, it was the, like an in-joke. The, the this, bikini started as like an in-joke because... I think I think at the time she probably didn't and now it's become a kind of like right, a bit okay, of a bane yeah. of her existence. Because, yeah, the way that it started was she was kept being dressed in like these like like robes. Yeah. And she said, can you please dress me in something that I actually Feminine, look like a woman? Yeah. And that George Lucas' idea of a woman is slave layer <laughs> costume. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, you asked for it. Which oh, is worrying by itself. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, Star Wars comic book artist J. Scott Scat Campbell apparently mm. wrote on his um, Facebook, Disney, Disney is wiping out the slave layer um, Leia 
What is wrong with you? I don't know. It's like Leia outfit. You're having a stroke. Um, so Marvel artists aren't allowed to draw her in sexy poses. Oh, okay. And a 3D statue won't go into production because of the new mandate. Um, Daisy Ridley won't have to fight against anything. Disney is already well on its way to wiping out the slave outfit from any future products, period. That's you good. will not see any future merchandising featuring the outfit ever again. Trust one of my, my favourite comics of all the Marvel comics that have come out is the Leia comic because she is a badass in it. And the art is done, I think... <laughs> I, th- I'm, I think I'm right in saying this. The art is done by a husband and wife Sorry. duo. Yeah. And I've never seen Leia drawn as well as that before. It's so good. She, well, I mean, I was, a, I loved the trailers. Um, and also the posters. She's got a character poster and you've got a 59-year-old woman looking like a 59-year-old woman. And I mean, that in itself is unheard of. I think it's it's great that they're getting rid of it. You know, it had its time. So how old she is, 59? She's 59, yeah. yeah um, how old is Harrison Ford? Um, oh, older, like 103. He's older because she was the she was the young one, wasn't she? He belongs in a museum. She's the old he is. Nice. <laughs> she's, uh, <laughs> like he's in the room. She's she's in catastrophe. Um, yes, which is she's a, a um, really awesome. Mum, yeah, she? Rob Delaney's mum in there. Yeah, she's in a tiny couple of scenes in the first one, but in the second series, the in the first right. episode, she's in quite a lot. Yeah, she's, she must she must mean over in the UK filming Star Wars at the time she was doing yeah. catastrophe. I think it, she's crazy. crazy. Yeah, if you haven't seen catastrophe, you should definitely check it out. Cause it's really funny. Um, but yeah, so she's anyway said that, and there was a, ba- a bit of a backlash on the site being like oh well why don't they get rid of all of these scenes like this and they were people were linking uh, alright then we will yeah people linking like (laughs) Chris Hemsworth with his shirt off and I was like if you can buy a Chris Hemsworth with his shirt off toy I should have been informed about this some time ago so I'm actually quite annoyed about that I'm sure you can can. I'm sure there's a I'm gonna gonna google it right now I want uh, I want Chris Hemsworth in a bathing suit but that doesn't even happen it does in um He's in the water, and he's in. Is a really, really weird towel sequence in Thor two? There you go. I want, yeah. him, in a, I want him in a towel. Oh. This is really weird. So it's completely ridiculous. Like you know, I'm. I'm not saying there's a time and a place for it, but it's. This is such old merchandise. If you want it, it's been around. There's images out there. I think after surely they're making any new ones. Well, apparently, yeah. After thirty years, if they decide we're discontinuing this line, yeah, I think. You've probably had your window. Like, you know what? You can probably chill out. Can you imagine the guy who still works at the toy, like, arm of Disney? Just like, I've got some really good ideas for the new slave. No, we're not doing those anymore, <laughs> yeah, Dimitri. Done. That's enough. Yeah. <laughs> got some great ideas for the bikini. This yeah, is one, yeah. guys. I bet his name's Eugene. <laughs> we're not doing those, Eugene, okay? Stop bringing us those drawings. What about the de- a denim bikini? No, out, Eugene. Come on. Denim bikini. You're upsetting everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Don't cry. You're upsetting the children. But it makes sense that Disney as well, you know, it's not very Disney image is it what have you got nothing you, you came up, up with nothing yeah nothing he's, <laughs> see, he's very much clothed see, there's the well thing. his arms are exposed his giant arms women's arms are often exposed I mean That's look true. you compare this with the fact that you know uh, I'm, Scar- not, I'm not defending I'm not, you I'm not attacking you Scarlett Johansson you know Black Widow finding merchandise of her for the Avengers you couldn't find it for love nor money you know and then Still merchandise from of naked Carrie Fisher from 30 years ago is everywhere. That is pretty People mad. People really need to get some goddamn perspective. I think that's the problem. It's like, it's a bit of an outdated look, obviously. Um, but it's become so iconic. Like, it's it's a it's a part Completely. of the film now. It's not, like, yeah. it's, just, it's just a bad... It's not going away. But, I mean, yeah, you know, them, them being like, oh, it's just a bit of fun. It's like, well, yeah. But, you know, at least have the balls to admit yeah. it's because... You're a fucking horn dog. Well, mm. that's it. If someone, and that's where you draw the line. If people are really offended by it, yeah. then that's when you need to start making it? changes. Exactly. Anyway, so I think the first time you've good. ever said that's where you draw the line. That's where you draw that's the line. That's where you draw the line. I don't that's draw a lot of lines, lines guys. That's where and I'm a freaking artist. Line, okay. <laughs> so, um, cubism. All right, so Is the la- last bit of gushing this week is. <laughs> 
a game that I sort of followed from the start that it got uh, it started its kicked at, uh, Kickstarter. It's a game called Home Free, which is amazing. So I think this is the game that because they announced that's come to PS4, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yes, because I re- I saw this yeah. and I wrote about it. Yeah. Okay. Mm. On you go. Well, I just want to put my little input as well that I'm a little bit disappointed immediately because the first three words are Home Free Dog, and I thought that said Free Hot Dog. <laughs> At a passing glance, so, so I'm, all, I'm already going to be disappointed you with what, were gonna what this is about. Fly in for the rafters. You get a little break. Everybody gets a hot dog. No, it's a, it's a game called Home Free, and it's basically um, it's a Kickstarter game, a little indie game that's now coming to PS4, which is going to be really really good. Yes. Um, but you play one of several dogs now because like that was the this was the reason that I backed this Kickstarter. Hashtag because, stretch goals. Because the stretch goals. I always like think when people do stretch goals, I think, mm, okay. But they were just like, if we get to this point, we'll add Dashens. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you said like, have my money. <laughs> I was part of it from the beginning. So I was getting the, the, the developers like emails, like like his updates all the way through. And yeah. it's just like, we're adding Dashens, guys. <laughs> it's like amazing. We actually did a feature on this game on the wonderful IGN Snapchat. Really? Interested. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. A little uh, top that led up to a more... Uh, Longer video. So. Excellent. Well, yeah. I mean, that's gone now, so it is gone. But just that was a little that was a little plug for the IGN uh, Snapchat. The IGN Snapchat is amazing, actually, and you should check it out every they single day. They just like day. it because they're on it a lot. Yeah. We're on, we are a lot because we make some awesome stuff, and not just body parts. Not just some body skits parts. Some and fun bits as well. Mostly body parts. Mostly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this game's been funny. But you can still chuck in money and get a copy of it. I I went mad and <laughs> chuck- <laughs> you funded this <laughs> game yourself. The moment. Yeah. Like, that's the moment he cracked. Okay. I, th- I think it made like. It was asking for 50k. I don't have the off the top of my head. You were 47 it, of that. Yeah. It made, I think it, it's made about 90k now by, by now. Um, we're like, I don't think we're going to make the goal. Uh, offer Gav another dog. <laughs> You're just sitting yeah, there yeah. like, French Bulldogs. <laughs> <laughs> Making it rain. Um, but I, I really like the look of it. I think it's it's a cool idea and it's got a really, really sad sort of intro video where I, I want to know what happens because the owner just leaves the dog and then the dog just kind of sits there waiting for ages. He's no. got to find his way home, right? Yeah, but why would the owner leave the dog? I don't get it. Maybe he's abandoning it? It reminds me Some of... Some sort of Toy Story It reminds me of that Jurassic Bark episode of... Um, Futurama. Oh no, don't dog. bring up. No, 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 no. He's already no, cried. Right <laughs> I know what it is. Uh, You've seen that episode and you haven't right. cried. There's something wrong with yeah, you. That's yeah. a sad episode. We should do it. That's a is feature. Is it like Beethoven's fifth or whatever, the, the what? film? It's more, it's more sad than that. Oh, the way home, more sad. Runaway Home. What, what's that film? Homeward Bound. Homeward Bound. Bound. That's not even really sad, is it? It's pretty sad. It's something to do with a dog's finding the way home. This is sadder. Like, okay. why sadder? If you think about it, a lot of, uh, a lot of kids movies are about just losing your parents and finding your way home because that is probably the scariest thing as a kid that you have to deal with yeah like Homeward Bound the dinosaur one I lost, oh Land Before like, Time Land Before Time is a great movie I yeah. lost my mum in a Marks and Spencer's once it was awful <laughs> I lost my parents in Disneyland Paris once and Ooh. I thought this is the end this is where I live now I'm saying I'm just, Ooh, I, live here. I live here <laughs> there are worse places to live <laughs> your like, parents find you and you're just like one of the attendants of the rides gotta be this tall sorry <laughs> yeah, I'm a carny yeah. now yeah, making friends with Mickey <laughs> I'm an eight year old carny sorry <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> You're the bearded woman. Yeah. yeah. But I, I mean, I really like that game. Uh, if you go to Kickstarter and check it out, it's called Home Freeze. So. Yeah, the artwork look, re- looked really cool. Yeah, it looks cool. It's yeah. going, I, I really can't wait to see it. Um, but now, onto something even better. Luke, you've been locked inside a nuclear fallout shelter. A fallout shelter. What are you going to take with you? When did this start, by the way? Because I missed this whole a couple, so did of, I, couple of weeks ago. Okay, and was there any reason that it started? Shits and gigs. Fun, Shits. Okay, that's yeah. absolutely fine. So, um, 
I okay. you've prepared, you've I, written stuff. Yeah, because I that you tell me I had to have good ideas. So Are you going to be taking wanna... in a Fallout beer? No. Not freaking <laughs> yeah. likely. No, I won't. <laughs> I'm going to be taking an attractive butler. Is my okay. as my first item. Okay. Because companionship, but mainly I want someone to wait on me and also sex. Um, so that's my main thing because but I like, think that ticks most of the boxes. What if they turn out to be an arsehole? Well, no, because I said attractive. Butler. I think you no, asking they could still be an arsehole if they're but attractive. Butlers, butlers. I would not employ a butler who is not trained to a very high standard. I think no, you. But what if they don't have a very good personality, and like after a while they just start to grate on you. Well, they wouldn't because they're my butler, and I wouldn't bring them in if they were shit. Do you so have any idea how many butlers? So there they're are not allowed to talk. Well, they are if they're nice, and I wouldn't. Yeah, you don't know they're, they're nice, nice though. This but is I would. This is a, a butler that I've known from before the vault. I think you still get sick of them. I don't. I think you, you asking for an attractive sex butler, I think, is weirder than my suggestions. Infinite I'm not kitty. saying something. Infinite kitty or whatever yeah. it is. Uh, yeah. Well, kitten. Let's kitten. not get weird with it. <laughs> um, what, uh, what I would do, just to, I mean, it's up to you. Okay. Uh, is like a really high end. Uh, Escort Sex robot Sex robot Yes, called it No Pepper Bring Pepper Bring Pepper <laughs> When did we talk like about really, Pepper? <laughs> Pepper the sex yeah. robot We did talk about that yeah. A really high-end well, sex, robot sex robot That you can program its face to change <laughs> And voice and personality Didn't we talk about this a while ago? We, we did, like, yeah this Yeah, okay On the it's, it's, uh, it's a robot He's like a, uh, No, it's <clears> an emotional robot You can like talk to and have conversations with It's the with. one thing you're banned from it's doing like, but you can sex with Pepper But there's an LCD on his chest and So you can like put images on his chest like, and everyone's putting boobs on it. And <laughs> having sex with it, yeah. yeah but it's not real no, boobs, though. Well, that's what I, this is one of the points of conversation. Uh, well, like, I mean, they're, re they're real, they're pictures of real boobs. Like, from. Yeah, but on. That's all it takes, Gav. That's all it takes. Oh my god. That's weird, because you could put, like, just a penis on them. I'm very aware how weird it is. Yeah, it's it's a Japanese sex a robot. Penis exactly. on them, but they're chess. I don't like this. Wait, you guys don't? Wait, wait, what? Okay, so. Sexy robot butler. Sexy. Flesh effect robot butler. Oh, nice. Um, one. One. Um, I, I, I quite like my music, so I would bring Halcyon Days, the album by Ellie Goulding, because I actually, it's one of my favorite albums, and it's also the album. Shut up. That You're gonna wrong. bring an Ellie Goulding <laughs> album into the shelter. I don't get tired of that album. Why would you not bring- You're gonna get tired of that album. No, I don't get tired of that album. It's been out for years, and I listen to it Whenever I have to write a feature, and I have to- You're not gonna be writing many of those in the bunker, <laughs> Luke. <laughs> because I have to zone out, and I have to zone my head out. I just listen to it, and it's like whale song. It's really relaxing. Just writing features and chucking no, them into the sea. No, and carving it on a wall no, in blood. Ellie Golding is like, it's like whale song, and it's relaxing, but not distracting. And so you can just focus on the task at hand. But if you want lyrics, you got songs like Goodness Gracious. Just, uh, just, just writing the, the, the next Guild Wars 2 expansion thing. It's got a song. <laughs> Chuck into my bottle and chuck into the sea. Better just, put Ellie Golden on. It's songs. It's got songs for every mood. Listen, by the time they listen to this, there'll be a new Ellie Golden album out. So maybe I'll take that one. Why instead. would you not take uh, a piano, guitar, an instrument to better yourself? Because and I can't play your creative them. Muscles. You, you have the time. Well, would my butler be able to play them? Uh, no. He's a robot. He can have sex. He with do what he wants. Well, no, he can't do what he wants because he'd be programmed to do what I want. That's him to do. I'm taking that because I've got to do this next week. So I reckon I'm oh, I'm I'm gonna take. Instrument, so you carry on with Ellie Goulding. Yeah, bro. okay, fine. Um, How many songs on that album? Ten. No, the Halcyon Days album's really long. It's something like eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll do it. Eighteen songs. Sorry, <laughs> this is still the end of time. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not gonna last till the end of time, am I? Well that's, well that's where it brings us on 
to our final. What, okay, right. So you got eighteen songs to last you. Say you go in now, right? Say you. So which means you're probably gonna live. But I'm not gonna have it on loop. It's just something this to do. Saying. This is what I'm saying. Oh fuck! I probably need a CD player. <laughs> you can. Have, I'll give you a CD player. <laughs> right? yeah, okay, but cool. listen. Are you, how are you going to do it? Are you going to ration it out? So you think, right, okay, I'm going to live another 60 years. How many, so, are you going to listen to like one song for well, eight so, months? Well, some a of second a day, well, just like a blub. Yeah. Oh, that was great. Well, that was some like of it's quite it mournful. So it depends. If, if one day Robot <clears> Butler <throat> had turned out to be a bit of a dickhead and that upset me, maybe I'd just go to the bedchamber and listen the, to the some of the chamber. sad songs. I think, you should, I think you should ration out the songs. Because you'll have something to look forward to. No, because the best part of this album is that it has a narrative in the way one song progresses exactly. to another. Exactly. So it's like a cliffhanger. No, I don't, because you don't appreciate the start of another song. I think you should right. pick a different thing and bring in the bunker. <laughs> All right. It's always sunny in Philadelphia no, no. box. That is a you, solid season. You pipe down. Yeah, but that's lots, though. That's lots. That's anyway, hours. Anyway, we're, we're not here to judge. It's fine. Well, well yeah, yeah, we really, are. Really, <laughs> uh, okay. All right. So, and then so hang on. Sexy Robert Butler, Ellie Gould didn't. One Ellie Goulding album. <laughs> Not even her, like, discography. Can, yeah. can I just say, it's the deluxe Ellie Goulding oh, album. Sorry. So I'd rather, look, let's... Sorry, I, yeah, I got the wrong end of the stick Let's there. take this seriously, <laughs> please. Yeah. And All then, right. finally, um, an electric razor. Because nothing in this world <laughs> irritates me more than, like, when my face gets a little bit scraggy. It, like, really, it, like... And it, if that is your you biggest problem in the apocalypse... How are you going to plug it in? I thought you might give it to me. <laughs> Maybe it runs on plutonium. In fairness, in fairness, Alex said he just want to take Minecraft. He didn't. We didn't say. Well, you've got to take a computer. So that'll be, that'll be a TV. He's just <laughs> looking at it. <laughs> just looking at the dead. Read, read the instructions <laughs> yeah, again. Yeah. Yeah. Just the digital code. Twelve <laughs> numbers and letters. Um, so yeah, an electric razor as well. Um, so sex, music, comfort. Yes, but also the the razor then could be used to make sure all of the relevant areas for the sex robot were ship shape and in Bristol fashion because why I am it? a generous man. No, but why is the robot growing pubic hair? No, not for him. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, you're why does he care? Well, him. I don't know how far along we're going in the AI here. Well, he's going to start slagging you off because you've got a really long <laughs> <It's just, laughs> He's going to start turning you down, yeah. <laughs> these, are, these are the things. I, I'm just pointing out that I'm sensitive to others' feelings. Oh, we know that. That's nice of you. So there we go. That's, pre that's, pre that's pretty good. I mean, it's not... Yeah, no, it, is the it is some of the weirdest ones we've had. Yeah. Infinity Kitten. Look, I had had, I think, five hours of sleep. I wish I had came up with that one. I wish uh, I had an yeah. excuse. I had a sip of, quite frankly, average liquid bread at the start of this podcast. That's that's all I had. Excellent. Well, that's what you would take into the bunker with you. Yeah. Right. Let's move on to... Rush. Rush. Right. What's Speaking you... of the bunker and fallout on Genre-Romont... What did you find this week? If in case you thought that we've maybe been bigging up Fallout too much because of um, my slagging off the beer. <laughs> so, well, by having it here. Um, well, this is the thing. Pip, the Pip Boy, uh, the special go. edition. Mm. Now, boy. Ooh. it's a bit shit, isn't it? <laughs> I, I missed it when you tried this out because I didn't. So, have you? Did we do <clears throat> a, a video about states, it? States, states, beat us to us. states, beat those us crafty to states. Ah. Um, there's a lot of dials <laughs> that do absolutely nothing. There is a power about? button that seems to just turn on a light. Do you know what? As soon as I picked it up, I went, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> it weighs like less. This is a bat. This is a promotional <laughs> Batman uh, bottle opener, right? And it this weighs more than that. 
Like it's it feels so cheap. It's just aren't you meant to put a phone in it though? Yeah, you are. Well, yeah, no, no, I'm not dissing like the functionality of it and how it interacts with the app. But I'm talking that it looks like you think that's why they made it so light. Well, yeah, because they don't want it to be on your loads of money. They don't want it to be on your wrist and it like breaks your wrist. So it's got lights that come on. Well, yeah, if you turn the. I need to mad. Hang on, hang on, I'm tuning. There's, there's like, there's a tasteful way to to build stuff out of plastic, and that's to like make the plastic look kind of like worn and gritty. There's a tasteful way to build things out of plastic that okay. doesn't like yeah. deteriorate for how ten thousand years, and it just, it? it's how just very clean brown. There's not a lot of textures to it. You turn the light off here. Tell you what, it's really laid my fears about Fallout that being nothing turn. but brown. Do you want to open it up? Is amazing. What do you want to, what do you want to do? Fallout. What are you doing? Oh, this is metal. The clip is metal. Yes, the one. Who's done that? Someone's broken of... the screen. No, uh, that was me. You, it's fine. <laughs> Look, like you can... No, that was me. You can okay, like, right. you push this up, Shit. and then that opens there. This is a very, oh, this right. is you a very put your phone into the thing. Yeah, yeah you sorry. Should, you, is... should, you should probably check out the video to see like the full monstrosity. Yeah. Or I can describe it. Do you know Gavin's what? sausage hands are struggling to deal with <laughs> the Fallout Big Boy. The, re the, re the, the reason I put this in thing, because I saw a lot of people really, I saw a lot of huge, huge Fallout fans you can hear how cheap those clicks are. Um, upset that they didn't manage to get a special edition Pip-Boy. And I put it on here, don't worry if you didn't get one, because it's shit. Um, and the game is going to be amazing. I reckon the game, I haven't played it at all. I think the game is probably going to be probably one of the best games of the year. Look, if I you're not, not buying into the hype or anything. Well, no, I just really like Fallout. And if they can do what they did with Fallout 3, but on PS4 so and Xbox same One. Game. Why don't they just remaster it then? If you're, if are you're you saying that Guild Wars 2 expansion? <laughs> I like Guild Wars, it's completely um, Like if they can do, like if they expand on like how amazing that Fallout universe was, it's gonna be really good. I think if you're a fan of the don't game, it's definitely kind of uh, an out of the box item to include in a collector's edition. It's kind of, it looks great on the stand. When we have so it on the stand, it looks, stand. it looks really cool. In terms of functionality, which let's let's be honest, no one's really going to wear this I around really for more than like wrists, two weeks. By the way, and this is not working for me. There is a there is a way to tighten. You know, it in one thing I just thought of actually that maybe gives saves it a little bit. If you were a Fallout cosplayer, oh! Right? If you were a Fallout cosplayer, you could do some pretty cool stuff. That's with this. true. I'm not. A Fallout but um, cosplayer. look, You'd those costs. Funny enough, those costs like now they're selling for like. Upwards of like a hundred pounds, I think, on eBay. Well, there you, you can you could definitely buy a better just handmade cosplay one. Yeah, because I've seen really really good like gritty rolls. like. Do not do that, for the love of God. It feels like something Fisher Price would put out for a kid. <laughs> so Toys R Us, I'm saying yeah. it. It feels like a Toys R Us toy. Um, like look at that. Like the, that's gonna come off. I they don't do anything, the, and these do nothing as well. Um, yeah, that I'm I mean, aware of. Yeah, so basically, if you didn't get manage to get one. Um, don't be sad. Don't be sad. Because it's shit. Do be happy, don't be sad. <laughs> Thank right. you, big potato. What else has given us thrush this week? Right, the first image of Eddie Redmayne um, in the, is Newt Scamander in um, Harry Potter Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them film has been released. And that image on the front of Entertainment Weekly, he just looks like Doctor Who. He looks like David Tennant. In fact, they've kind of dressed him exactly like him. He's got a bow tie yeah. on. I just don't... No, he hasn't got a bow tie on. He's got, yeah. an, he's got an open shirt. I'm pretty sure it's a bow tie. Ooh. I was on a bet. Because somebody said to me, bow I tweeted it and somebody said bow ties are cool. I thought you had an open shirt. Nope. I don't oh, believe you do. Oh, Gavin, that's it. So, actually... That's how it um, You can't just say yeah. you Well, I'm looking. Hang on. Um, so, basically... I'm looking. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> Don't sound like that. what you do. Um, you just did. Either way, so I just find I think it looks alright. I'm not a huge fan of Eddie Redmayne 
anyway. Are you? I think he looks a bit like a trout, and I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> he does a bit. It's, it's, it's his mouth. It kind of protrudes. He looks a bit like you, is what he looks How like. How dare you, sir? He <laughs> doesn't. How dare you? you? I don't mind Eddie Redmayne. No, well, he's a good actor. What's that on his actor. face? Oh, that's not the picture I saw. Oh, that's not the picture I saw. Oh, I, saw yeah. I saw a picture of him leaning over a bench. Is that from the private collection? Um, um, so either way, I just so think, on, you've got a problem with him because he looks like Doctor Who. No, I just think and that. So that entire promotional image, right there, that's very much like it looks like he could be in the TARDIS. We'll we'll put it in the story. This it looks very much like he could be in the TARDIS. Um, I just find it kind of... I, like, I, I don't just, know, it's just pretty like fitting. A wizard, man. As a first yeah, image, that's what I was it's say. not great. And I also just don't like this whole tousled hair thing. I I don't know. I don't know why he was... You sound like that. you're more against the film itself than the yeah, promotional than the picture. No, I like the idea of it. Well, I don't think... I don't know what they're going to do with it because it's obviously based on that book that was a spin-off for Children Need or... I'll tell you what they're going to do. They're going to make money with it. They're going to make tons of money. You know what? I've, yeah. got, I've got nothing invested in the Harry Potter universe. Like, I've seen, I've seen all the films. I'm same as you. Once, all the way through. <laughs> But I, I kind of like them. You, I, I'm not a massive fan of the, all the David Yates ones, and he's the one that's directing it. Yeah. But like, he did the end ones as well of the. Mm-hmm. Mm. But I don't know. I, I, I've got no problem with this. I kind of like the idea of them doing something a little bit different with that universe and going off in different characters and that because the best things about those films are, are the world, like the ancillary characters, like the ones on the side, like that don't really get that much like time because they're so it's focused the on this Harry Potter thing. Oscar-worthy performances of the leads. And it's like Star Wars. The universe is so well established yeah. and yeah. everyone is so infatuated with it that all you need to do is just like have an interesting story in that world and it's yeah. already, you know, going to well, be claiming I mean, the hard scene. But also, like, at the so same time, it's, it's a universe that we actually don't know that much about. Yeah. Whereas Star it's... Wars, we know a lot about the galaxy and stuff like that and how things have gone on. Mm -hmm. But with this, I have no idea. Like, when someone said yesterday, so there's a huge thing kicking off on the internet because Mudbloods are called Nomadj. Yeah, yeah, they're called Nomad in um, in North America at this time. <laughs> that got me off guard. No, no, Muggles are called Nomad because they don't have. Yeah, magic. what did I say? Mudbloods. Mudbloods. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. So Muggles are called Nomad. <laughs> Muggles is a better word. But it, it's so much better. Everyone, everyone was kicking off about it, and it, it kind of made me realize actually, in the Harry Potter universe, I have no idea what goes out on outside of Hogwarts and the houses of the people who go to yeah, Hogwarts. Yeah, like you know, bits would be mentioned, obviously, like you know about Grindelwald and all of this, and like you know Durmstrang and all these different schools What's that? and stuff. Oh, so, different schools. So, so yeah, like, um, okay. you know, when you see it in The Goblet of Fire, for example. Um, <gasps> one of they've those, come over from different schools. Yeah, one, one's from, How did you not get that? Yeah. It's, the, it's the school, from. like, Olympics, isn't yeah, it? Uh, yeah, yeah. So one is, I've only seen the films once. <laughs> yeah, so, like, Beaubaton is in France, and then you've right. got Doomstrang, which is um, somewhere in the that's East, why that, keep it hidden. That's why that was the American, American team. Um, they don't have an American team in the... In the the Wizbros. In the tribe. They all came over with their backwards hats, and they're, like, pushing over Harry Potter. You know me. Hanging him by his... They did have... Give me your lunch money, no match. all of that. The um, Quidditch World Cup as well. But oh, really? Bulgaria is where Dimitri is. I always mm. find that, that the Harry Potter world so strange because you have like Diagon Alley and like all the like wizard worlds. But yeah. then also it'll cut to them just like on the buses in London. Mm. And you're like, this is so strange. Well, it's the point literally being, like, they, they can kind of strag straddle both worlds because Harry yeah, and man. Hermione were raised in this where, world. Where yeah, does yeah. the wizard world exist? Well, it's, it's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Out of context, like, that's a mental question. It was, <laughs> I was looking at your eyes, and there was seventy percent of me that was like, "Is he being fucking serious? Like, does he know Harry Potter is not a documentary? I know you, don't, you weren't born in this country. In, in theory, I just want to check you do know Harry Potter is not real. It's safe for me on record. Safe for me. Put it on Harry record. Harry Potter is not real. It is not. 
thank you very much. Entirely true. That's why I needed. Based they, on... Basically, it's, it's, they're in normal places, but there's charms around it, so either you can't mm. see it, or when you approach it, you just, as a muggle, you remember... No, I mean, like, like, like Hogwarts, where is that? That's no match. That, it, looks, it looks like a Scottish a ruin of a Scottish castle, and any muggles who go near it, there's charms no around there to make any nomads <laughs> who go near it. That is a really shit term. Any nomads who go near it think, oh my god, I've forgotten to do this at home. Oh, I'm meeting Marjorie at three, and immediately have to run home. Oh. I got a, I, I got oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Why was that so delayed? Because <laughs> <laughs> it took me a while to think about it. It's processing it. Yeah. Yeah. It's processing okay. all this new information. So anyway, the point being, Eddie Redmayne, you've got a lot to prove. Anyway, on we go. I think he'll do all right. Oh, you will. Even if it's shit. <laughs> probably. <laughs> and you know what? He's got an Oscar. I think he's probably yeah. doing all right. Done. He's moved on from Burberry, at least, so we'll give him that. Speaking of Oscars, a film that was touted uh, when it first came, like, sort of everyone's eyes, uh, to have a lot of Oscars was Steve Jobs. Um, mm. Danny, <clears throat> God, I can't remember his name. Wozniak. <laughs> nope. Steve DeVito. Boyle. <laughs> Danny Boyle's film about Steve Jobs was written. Um, <laughs> what has happened to you? I'm really tired. We've had a lot of week. third beer. <laughs> That's fine. Written, written by Aaron Sorkin. Um, and it's absolutely tanked at the, bo- at the US really, box office. I was really, really disappointed in this because I'm a huge Aaron Sorkin fan. Yeah. And especially because Social Network was such a good film. Mm. When I was watching the trailer, I was like, these could be hand in hand. Like, you could just watch these back to back. I think they're going to pair really well. Yeah. I think the audience is going to receive this really well. And it just, like, is this because of, like, attendance or is this because of reviews? Like, I haven't actually seen reviews of the well, film. Well, the has been, like, super down. Like, uh, reviews have been okay. Like, me and Krupa saw it, um, and it's really good. Oh, man, I really It's want- basically like a play. Like, it's like a theatre. Like, it's like a theatre. Like, you sit down, and it's like three acts and, like, really, really concise scenes. Yeah. Of, like, really, really, like, focused. Um, it's Sorkin all- for you. And it's it's perfect. But it hasn't done what? Do you think it's just going to be like, well, that's a lot talking for you. Oh, yeah, I'm a huge fan. But it hasn't done it. Like, people haven't bought into it for some reason. Do you think reason. it's because there's already been a Steve Jobs film that's kind of like taken away from some of the initial like hype? Vash and Kutcher. Yeah. But then that didn't do very well. And that but also maybe didn't that's have why. like Danny Boyle and Aaron Sorkin, like Oscar winners, like behind it. So I'm like, going to say something kind of controversial. Are we that interested in Steve Jobs as a human being? Why yes. not? People well, are. I think a lot of people are. I've never bought into that whole hype. And you I, just said, are we that interesting? I think a lot of people are. That's <laughs> no, no, no. two very conflicting no. ideas. I mean, I, I admit that, you know, obviously a lot of people like Max and all of this, but as a life story, I don't know, has it been too long? Like, after he died, there, there was a flurry of interest around his death, and then that kind of was capitalised on, I would say, by the Ashton Kutcher one, which then was shit, and now we've got this. And I just think, I don't even know, was the marketing concise and clear enough to differentiate it? If people say to you, oh, that's Steve Jobs' film, will you not just be like, oh, well, didn't that come out a while ago? And wasn't Which it one? crap? Yeah, how many people actually on the street know that there are two Steve Jobs films? I don't know, I did. Well, yeah, but you really a lot now. Look at, you look where no, we but it's Danny, it's Danny Boyle and Aaron but, Sorkin and Michael Fassbender I, and Kate Winslet. Like, the amount a of... A lot of people, like, on the street, I don't think What care. street are you walking down? What <laughs> <laughs> street? With my mum on. <laughs> like, I don't know what you're talking about. Alright, well, either way. I think it must, have just been, way, it must have just bombed. been uh, like publishing. There must have been like some issue with advertising yeah. and and just that, that push wasn't there. But to I've really, seen like, advertising everywhere for it. So. I hadn't. Aside from just going to the cinema and seeing trailers, I didn't see one piece seen, of advertising like, I've seen for it. On buses and We should point out it's not out in the UK yet. Mm. Like, I've seen, like, I have seen advertising. I mean, I don't know what it's like in the States, obviously, mm. the advertising, but... In that's okay, but it costs thirty million to to make, which is not you know it's a not crazy amount of money. No. Um, but it's made fifteen million so far. 
domestic. Um, I think they could claim it back. Yeah. With UK sales and... Um, maybe UK people be a bit more interested in it. I think maybe hopefully. like... I came out of it thinking, I can't think of another film that has a similar structure to it. Um, so maybe that's a hard sell because it's basically... It's really focused scenes around three huge launches. Yeah. Um, so it takes place over like basically three... Three acts. Yeah, three situations. There are some flashbacks to little tiny bits, but not yeah. much. And it's basically how their lives have changed and how he changed all the way through it. I just, I don't know. I, I, I was really shocked. Like we talked about the other day about how Crimson Peak um, had absolutely tanked, but you can kind of see why that is because mm-hmm. you know it's that's a hard sell, I think. Whereas I think pretty much everyone knows what Steve Jobs is. Like, yeah. Tilly was telling me, so um, Jim in the US, he has a, a theory about this. I don't necessarily agree with this. I think he was talking about it on Keeping It Real, mm. which is, the reason people aren't going to see it is because they've already spent too much money on Apple products. <laughs> so they think that by going to see, yeah, they think that by going to see this film, they're giving more money to Apple. I which don't think that's I true. I don't think that's true. There's no, there's, uh, it's all about Steve Jobs, but there's like no Apple branding like no, in it at all. all. Yeah. yeah. But I, I don't know. Again, if is it being communicated that the story of Steve Jobs is not the story of Apple? Are they too synonymous? Because a lot of people maybe just think... But that's oh. an equally fascinating story. But, yeah. but but I would argue that a lot of people have re- reached saturation point with it. Well, with the, with the phone, yeah, but yeah. not well, the history whole... of making computers in but your with garage. Apple products, you know, when you already know all of it, you're just a bit like, oh, you get bombarded with it. And I've got an I don't know. I have no idea how that came to be in my pocket. Yeah. Because, or you know, stole it. No, but I, this is like my, <laughs> what, my third iPhone, and I'm just like... Uh, you know this isn't a phone, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this isn't like iPhone 7. This is a film. I'm just like, making the point. I don't care about I just, I think Steve How Jobs. can a film um, like The Social Network do really, really well? And, you know, similar sort of pedigree behind it. So Aaron Sorkin wrote both, obviously. Mm. Um, you know, Danny Ball, David Fincher, you know, arguably two... I think massive heavyweights on the same sort of level because what's the difference because there was publicity surrounding that to do with Zuckerberg saying this isn't true the Winklevosses and just a general kind of uh, oh shouldn't the mighty fall there was kind of it was around the same time when um, the zeitgeist or what have you a lot of people kind of turning a bit against Facebook it was getting a bit too into your privacy looking too much at your stuff and so it was kind of a perfect storm I think and they really played off that animosity um, plus like the, the like the marketing for it was so great it was just so but they yeah. don't they don't have that for this so. and for me it was absolutely word of mouth Every like I was just meeting groups of friends and they'd be like have you seen The Social Network yeah. it's like you've got to see it it is like the greatest film stop pretending yeah. you I don't think anyone friends. I don't think anyone has said that yet about Jobs yeah it's odd though because it's a really really great film I came out of it thinking there's I haven't seen any other biopic that's like it like mm-hmm. I learned more about that character in that than I did from your general life to death yeah. like biopic where like you think of something like Ray which everyone mm. was going like absolutely nuts about like absolutely loved it that's an awful film yeah. like, you you learn nothing about that character the same with um, the Johnny Cash film with Joaquin Phoenix as well you learn barely anything because they're trying to cover all like this like crazy breadth of like incidents of happening in people's lives whereas this is focused on three separate events three separate really really small that maybe in real time is about 20 minutes long yeah. um, and it's focused on that like I've never seen anything as good as I would that like to see in it biopics because like, it does it does sound very interesting it's a, it's brilliant it's I'll check it a out. good film yeah, yeah. you cool. definitely should it's out on the, th- on the 13th of November in the UK let's see Back if down. we can right the wrongs the US have done so now we move on 
to feedback. Remember, dun, dun, if you have dun. any feedback that you want to send us, you can email at IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. Starting us off this week, Mr. Rory Powers. James says, hi team, can you please stop drinking while podcasting? Bollocks. It is the most infuriating sound in the world, sets my teeth on edge, and ruins the enjoyment of an otherwise amazing podcast. Very sorry. 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 Sorry, James. Levon Young says, um, I've just started gaming with a surround sound headset in the last couple of months, oh. which means I spent the entire 360 and PS3 generation without using one. PSVR may be the first time many gamers are exposed to surround sound. What was your first amazing sound design experience with a headset? I don't think I have ever played video games with a headset in my life. So I actually did this like- Well, you definitely have. At every single preview or review event you've ever been to, you've played a video oh, yeah, game I with suppose. a headset. But, but surround sound, is that surround Yeah. Oh, actually, turns out all of my gaming experiences have been with headphones. Oh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Can we edit that back? Can we edit that back? Um, oh, I don't know, really. Well, I've had my, like, most significant recently because my headphones and my desk don't work, so I had to use Alex's Turtle Beach headset. Which yeah. is really good. Which is, like, incredible. And that's, like, insane. It's, like, a whole nother experience. Yeah. Because you pick up, especially if you're playing, like, competitive games, you pick up on little noises and things that you just yeah. totally are not aware of at all. It really adds, like, the experience. Well, but aside from headphones, uh, my brother-in-law has, like, a like seven-point surround sound oh, wow, system cool. in his, like, uh, living room. So whenever we play uh, zombies on the TV, yeah. you can hear them, like, growling in corners of the room. It's really crazy. It's, like, yeah. it is just another... And I know because of it, it's, like, a next level of um, immersion. Mm. They're going to be doing it a lot more with VR. That's why yeah. they have the headsets. That's so the, it's cool. I've had a couple of, like, awesome experiences. I think, like, the first time that I ever sort of really got sold into next-gen on Xbox One or PS4 was... I think it might have even been Call of Duty, which I'm not a fan of, but I was using the headset and hearing just like the amount of different sound effects yeah, and things like yeah. that. But he's touched on something really interesting. Like VR doesn't work unless you've got amazing yeah. sound design. Like yeah. it lives and dies on that. Well, then I guess in that case, um, the one that scared me or the, was Alien Isolation. <coughs> I mean, I, so I didn't have it. There wasn't VR, mm. but I did have the headphones. Wait, what was yeah. the question? What scared me? Uh, no, 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 no. no, 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 no. Sorry. Favorite, like amazing one of the best, sound like, design. Yeah. Because, oh, right. I mean, Isolation is brilliant. I was going to yeah. say like, because um, there's, there are loads of incredible um, sound designs out there, but obviously that is one where there is a very, very big difference having yeah. a surround sound. Like when you can hear kind of like cr a clank behind you, like, you know, and yeah. so you look behind you on the, th it, that is. I played Isolation all the way through um, on, uh, with a, a headset mm. and there's so many bits in that that I come to hate, even though it was really, really good. Because there's so many things that happen that sound a little bit like the alien. Oh, like yeah. the computer booting up, like that's not computer booting up. That's like, it sounds really organic. Like when you jump into um, a locker, you slam the door after you and it's like, what are you doing? Why are you? Why would you slam that door? And like, there's so much in there that really, really adds to that. Do you want to know something really, really bad? What? I got Alien Isolation with my Xbox and it's still in the wrapper. Oh, why? You just really haven't. Like it. it's I like, can't, I'm not very good at scary it's games. Like a, like a one, it's not a very social game. It's like, like gaming is like my social yeah. time where I'm like playing with all my friends and stuff. So it's, it's like it just seems I, like a lot to invest in like, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I don't know. How, how long is the campaign? 12 hours? God, isn't that the, that's not that's too the bad. question that that's there was loads thing. of shit about? It does, it does actually go on a little bit too long. Yeah. Okay. A lot of people thought... I might just like you'll break it out, experience it. it. Well, like, I'm terrified of everything. No, yeah, but you're, you're good, good at games, games which is awful. Um, we've actually got another one from Lavon Young. Yeah. Uh, you're says, killing it. What's your favorite game in a genre you can't stand? For me, it's South Park, Stick of Truth in the RPG genre. Um, it's an RPG? Like, I'm not a massive fan of fighting games. 
Mm. But I love old fighting games like uh, Killer Instinct, not the remastered one. Um, like Rise of Robots, which I actually still like. Clay Fighters, <laughs> yeah, Street yeah. Fi- like Street Fighter, um, Streets of Rage, uh, like uh, uh, Golden Axe, like all like side scrolling. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, those fighting games of, like, is a good yeah, one. Yeah. It's easy to hate those because they can get so repetitive. I, I find but modern an, fighting games I'm not into. Yeah, I find RTS games. I don't find them enjoyable. I find them stressful. Um, like really stressful. Um, having said that, Warcraft Three, and I don't know if it's just that hero mechanic, like which you know obviously then went on to be the champions in MOBAs and all of this. Um, that's the one that I really like. So Warcraft Three and I guess RTSs, but games like, but weirdly because there's elements of that in Starcraft Two, it just doesn't click with me. I just found it. I used to play the, I used to play the Command and Conquer games all the time, and I find them so stressful. Like just. The multitasking and just yeah, it's like having sure. adding chores to your real life. It's making it's like, sure yeah, you're, as well. you're operating at peak efficiency at all times. And I am not an efficient man. <laughs> I know, like, so I, I hate it. I, I hate, hate it. games that do that. Yeah, it's like I can barely keep myself alive. How am I supposed <laughs> to keep this family of Sims yeah, exactly. from starving? Yeah, it's like, like having a Tamagotchi. It's like why do I need more more like responsibilities? <laughs> well, yeah. I absolutely do not get racing games. I just yeah. find them to be the dullest thing in the world. But and it's a bit of a stretch of the genre, but I love the burnout games. Mm. Yeah. Like, because obviously it's not just racing, it's a bit of chaos and, you know, yeah. involved in it. But I, I love explosions, those games. Basically. Yeah, explosions, yeah. I like that. crashing yeah, cars. Cool. Like, if you want me to take a car around the track 80 times, I, that's mental. How does yeah. anyone do that? I don't care how good the graphics are. You'd really like um, Forza Horizon. Um, because I don't think I would. Would yeah, I? You really would, because it's like it's not just like a driving. It's more of like an arcade thing. Okay. And they kind of give you a little bit. It's not really a story, but it's all about the music and like festival. It's a really social game as well, which you really like. And you can like race against your friends like really, really easily. Um, I think you'd really like it. But is it just racing? Yeah, but it's like you create your own races as well. So like there's like speed traps and things like that. So you can like a lot of the time, like on a Saturday morning, yeah. if I can't be asked doing anything else, I was just racing my friend Trev, just going, Oh, could you pass something and it'd be like pop up, Rory's done this speed trap, he managed to hit hundred and sixty four. I was like, mm, okay, I've only hit hundred and twelve on this. So you just go back and forth racing it. It's a really good hangover game. I mean actually, that's, yeah, that's yeah, actually yeah. a really good feature, like what's the best hangover game? Road rash with that my dad. Yeah. I like road rash in the racing game. That's mm. cool. We What's should next? drink a lot one night and then come in and do let's plays of all these games. No, I'm not doing that. Nah, okay. yeah, maybe we. Can. As long as you have to get on public bitch. transport <laughs> or drink Fallout beer. Yeah. yeah. Ewan Martin says, first time emailing, but when I heard of you talking about your best primary experiences, I wanted to weigh in. I saw a first showing of Rocky Balboa in Edinburgh. Uh, oh, cinema was having with Rock. Oh, it was heavy with Rocky fans. Gav probably wouldn't have liked it. Lots of exclamations and hissed yes throughout the moment when Apollo's old coach gives a speech ending on let's start building some hurting. Hurting bombs. Uh, oh yeah, hurting bombs. And equally, equally awful uh, then the Rocky theme kicked in and it went to a classic training montage and it seemed like the entire cinema lost its shit. People on their feet, high-fiving, fist-bumping and cheering. This sounds amazing. Uh, and then later on in the fight, the crowd started chanting, Rocky, Rocky, Rocky. Loads of people were joining in. What about it? Just, uh, oh, would you have enjoyed this? Good. Yeah, so I mean, I went he's, to, he's talking about his, his, his experience. <clears throat> so, I, mean, I went I... to the midnight showing of... <clears throat> The Harry Potter. Oh, I think you say Rocky Balboa. Oh, no, of, 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 of just when it opened of Harry Potter, 
I think oh, I did it for both of the Deathly Hallows mm. and then that in Leicester Square so it was expensive but it was like me four of my friends like we went and um, trying Rocky Rocky and it was just amazing like the atmosphere there was really good like at the end of an era you know we'd seen all these films growing up um so that was great. I, I think that's probably my best one. Um, I haven't really done. You got before. nothing to say on Rocky Balboa? I haven't seen any that of the Rocky all, films. That was all about. <laughs> haven't seen any of the Rocky films. <laughs> so I thought you were going to say you had like a comparable experience or something like that. No. Yes, with the Harry Potter films. Well, people were chanting and stuff. <laughs> well, yeah, everyone was like, <laughs> you didn't like, say that. You didn't no match. Yeah. No match. No match. Um, you literally when, <laughs> the bit with the listen- snake. The bit with the snake. Everyone's like, snake, snake, mother, mm, snake. Oh. You listened what? to him say that, and then you just went. I went to a midnight screen of Harry Potter. Oh, I didn't. Cl- I didn't contact. That's literally what you said. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Do you what? I don't know if I would mind that because. At least it's related. Community. It's enthusiasm about the film. Yeah, it's community. I think if you're thing. in the right, well, this is the problem. Like this kind of that kind of enthusiasm sounds somewhat enjoyable, but you have to be in the right mindset. You have yeah. to be willing to kind of like participate. But the problem it is, it depends on the type of film. Everyone has paid their own money to see yeah. this, and not one group of people has the authority to like yeah. set yeah. the tone of the experience. Rory, someone's not going to be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll end it there. No, no, that's that's perfect. Like I think you're right. Like people you can't just because like the front rows have a really like good that, time yeah it yeah. doesn't mean you know like 80 other rows might be having a really really shit time exactly um, they also paid so they have to pause the film turn the lights on be like is everyone okay with us chanting yeah alright carry on okay and we do it if you're not there is subsequently a cinema uh, 2A which quiet. is screening <laughs> with the quiet room yeah. right what have you got Daryl Sharp said just notes that BFI are showing Gregory's Girl as part of their love season Amazing. between now and December even though I was only just born when it was first released the movie has special meanings to me as it was filmed in my hometown and I tried to get work as an extra on the sequel Gregory's Two Girls while at university <laughs> and passed the filming a couple of times on the way to and from university in Glasgow is there a movie that has any special meanings for you due to where it was filmed or an involvement you had with it well that's interesting I didn't know that Gregory's Girl had a sequel I love Gregory's Girl what, what did know. they like what did they like the girl yeah double it double it <laughs> Gregory's two girls. two girls sounds Gregory's like two girls porn. one cup it does sound yeah. like porn um, I bet Telly's seen that Son of Rambo um, was filmed in my hometown was it yeah they filmed bits of it in Burke instead um, ah. so which is also where Alex is from yeah. Um, I was just listening to Garth Jennings the director of that mm. talking on the Adam Buxton podcast who's also in Son of Rambo um, all about it it's a really good podcast you, go. you should check it out so yeah they. so I, and so we had because um, I also worked that the only cinema in Birkenshaw it's quite a small town they um, have one independent cinema where I worked first as an usher and then a barman and because they're done filming in the town and actually in the cinema itself um, yeah they kind of did um, a premiere that, well like a mini premiere there where yeah. they showed it so I, I worked that evening which was quite fun so I guess that would be the closest I have, really. But I, I, yeah. I was working the bar, so I didn't really see much of the film. So <laughs> I don't think I've ever been in a film. I've never been in a or film. Or it been filmed. I mean, um, Craig Roberts's new film, Just Jib, that's been filmed in the town that I grew up in, Mysakuma. Mm. Uh, and in the, there's a bit in the trailer where it's filmed in the sweet shop that I grew up like. That was the place that I had to go every. <laughs> sa- I was just like, right, go to the sweet Aww. shop, get some sweets. Aww. And there's a there's a scene in it. I was just like, what the fuck? That's Jill shop, man. <laughs> Jill um, shop. So I'm re- I, I haven't had a chance to see it yet. So I'm really looking forward to seeing that and just basically annoying whoever I'm with, going, 
It's like, park. I was like, <laughs> it's like bloody Rory going on about every time Game of Thrones comes on. You're always like, oh, that beach in Belfast. Mm. I'm near that beach. In well, that's wrong. It's not the beach in Belfast. It's the beach on the beautiful North Coast. Do you have Port one? Stewart Beach. Do you have one. Well, yeah. If it's if it's my home in Northern Ireland, then yeah, Game of Thrones. It's filmed yeah. like all over there. Like every time I'm watching an episode, I get taken immediately out of it because yeah. it's yeah. either my beach or my bandmate Kit is in like the Night's Guard. So I'm like, is he? Yeah, he's freaking. He's in like. Did you get to get a spot him? Yeah, yeah. There's actually a really uh, funny... Kit, sorry, if you don't know, he played with Rory at our podcast 300. Yes, yeah. equally blonde, yeah. more Irish. Yeah. Yes. Um, so he, 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 he does loads of extra work for it. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. Because oh, like, if you go to Belfast now, during the filming seasons of Game of Thrones, yeah. all the students have beards. Because everyone needs money, and you have to have like beards yeah, on set of Game of Thrones. It's really really strange. So it's become like a bit of like a fashion thing now. Like everyone has like beards in Belfast. That's amazing. It's really cool. Uh, and then what? Like Georgia. Yeah, there's freaking tons filmed in Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. Walking Dead. There's a good example. Right, we got one last one, but I, I already don't want to read it out because I've kind of read it. But I'm guessing you know the you answer. Oh, to it. No, right. I don't. You don't have to do it. Leave All right, it. we're not doing no, it. No, I feel bad. No, I don't know what. It, let me read it. Well, this person doesn't know that we had it prepared, so yeah, you exactly. can read it in your own. We'll time. do it. We'll do it next uh, week. We'll do it next week. Oh, we'll they're going to be. Week. They want to know what it is now. It's not exciting. I was wondering if one of these two could do it. Well, we've got we've gone on quite a bit. Anyway. So let's let's bring this to a close, and we shall see you next yeah. week for IGN UK Progress number three oh five. Big love. Bye bye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.